0: welcome welcome to another google business buzz with henry and ajay i'm henry and that's
1: ajay hey welcome everybody to another fun episode this this time it's gonna be pretty crazy it's gonna be pretty wild we're gonna talk about something super popular artificial intelligence ai everything you need to know from what it is what it means how it affects your business your life and our industry, digital marketing, and things you need to watch out for, right? Things you need to look out for and be cognizant of. So we're both family guys. That's our perspective. Um, Henry, you've got one kid. I've got three. So we're gonna we're gonna unpack it on multiple layers and tell you kind of everything you need to know to be equipped for this change. So Henry, what? Let's start talking out with some definitions. I mean, let's what what it, is AI about?
0: Well, AI and the way that we're being presented currently is. ChatGPT, Google Bard and those are large language models, right? It's basically these algorithms have been fed all of the content that has been found on the internet. Uh all of it. They've read up on classic literature on new works on Twitter threads and they've created what it's called AI. Now, artificial intelligence isn't at artificial general intelligence just yet but these are steps that we're taking towards agi ai and large language models are are definitely cool tools and cool resources that we can now use but they're not the the skynet that that my, people might be thinking about right it's not it's not going to take over our lives uh in in the way that the matrix made it seem just yet, we never know what's going to happen, right? Not I can't yet. say with the you know definitive, in a definitive way if that will happen, but at as at the moment, you know, I know as a professional, as a marketing professional, and as a business owner, like we've adopted large language models, we've adopted AI tools, and it's helped us produce more content efficiently and more high quality content for people on the internet and and that's something that google wants google facebook all of these platforms are based on user experience and if these ai platforms can create helpful content high quality content that's all that matters
1: what do you think oh i 100 agree and google's basically eluded as much they always speak a little bit cryptically so you know one needs to kind of Think about what they're actually trying to say and distill it. But I think you did it. Google doesn't care whether the content is AI generated, guys. In short, they care if that content is helpful for humans. So if a computer made it, if a human being made it, it doesn't matter as long as that content is real accurate and helpful in the real world. That's really the gist of it. So this technology is something we should embrace, not run from. And in terms of what is this stuff, large language models, like Henry said, basically to distill it, it's like, imagine you have this really smart friend that knows a lot about everything. They've been trained to read all these all these books, watch a lot of movies, all this media. Now this friend can answer almost any question you ask them. Um, That's a, a more rudimentary definition. Another way you can tackle it is look, they're basically advanced computer programs that have been trained on massive subsets of data. They use algorithms and AI to understand and generate human language. So basically think about the calculator when we all used a calculator when we were in school, right? And it was much quicker and easier to do math. And what did that allow you to do? It allowed you to take more of your brain bandwidth and put it towards critical thinking and problem solving, right? And you had to spend less time crunching arithmetic. This is the equivalent of that AI what it's allowing us to do with these with these large language models like chat GPT and Google's Bard, they're allowing us to really spend less time worrying about our grammar and our punctuation and our sentence structure and just get the, the big ideas, the big questions. And then it's going to synthesize all of that for us, organize our thoughts. So this is the calculator for your life. That is what AI really is. It makes your time much more efficient because all that time that you wasted before writing all these you know long-winded essays or or whatever it is you had to do that was time consuming you can now have GPT or you can have Google's Bard do it so this is a huge advancement much more huge than I'm good enough with words to be able to convey, but you need to know about this. Your family needs to know about this. Your business partners need to know about this because it's going to change the internet. It is going to change everything. So it's
0: absolutely, it's absolutely revolutionary. Um, yesterday, Google announced that Bard can now speak or create content in over 40 different languages. These are these are the most widely used languages in the world. Now, this is revolutionary because it allows people like me, like Jay, communicate with people we never had an opportunity to communicate with, right? We can translate text to our English uh, language, and we can translate English into Hindi or Spanish or, uh, German. And that is something that nothing was able to do before with confidence, right? With, with actual, um, confidence that it's going to sound colloquially well, right? So okay. that's the, that's the revolutionary part. And what if we're making content for, uh, A different audience right like as if we think about it in business right let's think about how much time is spent responding to a a an email so what if we can respond to an email putting that content into chat into bard and have it create a a well-written response that not only is in english maybe you need it in chinese you need it in mandarin this will give it to you so that's one use case and it's a, a very exciting one.
1: One of a thousand, one of a thousand. I agree. Emails are a great place. Think about writing complicated, fancy, cumbersome emails, like like you're negotiating a salary, you're hiring someone. And it's it's sometimes awkward, right? To like to go back and forth. And so you got to be very emotionally cognizant of how to handle those things. This can take away some of the time and frustration with that. Hey, please respond to this email. I'm hiring my salary range is thus is X to Y, you know. He, I can't go any further. Can you write that out nicely? So that's just one of a hundred applications. But business is going to be shaken up by this because it's easier to do emails. It's easier to make presentations. It's easier to bounce thoughts across from something, right? If your best buddy, if Henry Haredi is not available, and I need someone to bounce my thoughts, I can go argue with ChatGPT. Hey, pick this apart. What do you think of this? And I know that's one way you use it. So the business world is going to be changed, and we'll, we'll talk about business. But I think that one of the most cool and engaging ways to think about this stuff is how does it affect your life, right? How does it affect everyday living? What are some of the kind of cool things that people can do with this that perhaps they're not even privy to right now?
0: Yeah, it's true. It's going to change the way education is thought of here in in this country, at least in the United States. Um, I know that a lot of institutions claim to have ways to to understand if the content created for an essay is made by AI. I'd argue that that is impossible. Um, I've created unique content and asked all of the ais if it is ai created and it told me yes so it's 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 <laughs> really AI. all about the prompts right it's really all about the prompts and you can change the prompts you can make it a different tone a different variation of perspective and and that is going to change the way you know education has to be uh, looked at Similar to what you said about about the the calculator, right? It allowed it allowed people to go further with mathematics, right? You didn't have to take all of the time in the world to do, you know, long form division you can actually just do that on the calculator and then continue to to create more innovative stuff and that's what we're seeing that's what we're going to see in the future because of uh LLMs because of AI and and I'm very excited for it i think we're due for a shake up in education and you know it's it's something that i'm getting ready for i'm i'm getting my Daughter, ready for, and I'm trying to, you know,
1: spread the word. I'm, um, I'm all in here. I'm, I'm on the same train, man. As soon as my kids are old enough, tell them about GPT. Tell them about Bart. Assuming these, these tools are still the leading ones, right, at that time. But um, it's definitely new tech that if you think about it, guys, it just allows you to do more. I mean, put simply in the least words possible, you can do more with your time. Now, in terms of real life, right? Hey, I forgot my anniversary. And, you know, here are a few facts about my wife. Not from experience, right? But just hypothetically, can you give me some ideas? Here's what she likes on things I can do. Or, hey, I've only got these seven ingredients in my fridge, right? What can I make with this? So... In terms of inspiration, drawing inspiration in your everyday life, AI can be used to do that. It can be used to problem solve. It can be used to give advice. It can be used to um, make it. Writing is one obvious, easy answer that comes to mind in in life. Sometimes you have to write. You have to write emails, not just for business, right? You got to write emails in in your personal life too, if you want to make that a little bit easier. If you're a student and you got to write a lot, and that's where it gets ethically a little bit challenging there, right? But you can use it to write (laughs) academia as well. So, um loaded tool for your real life those are just some areas and that's that's where things are going to
0: change because of that because of how it's going to affect academia it's going to make academia change going to it's going to force it in my opinion what i think will happen is going to improve it because it's going to give us more opportunity more time more bandwidth to create to innovate to do more without thinking about oh is this well structured let me re-edit this let me re-edit that you can edit what gpt creates or what bard creates definitely don't want to go with the first thing that it puts out you know, it makes mistakes. It invents things all the time. It all depends, again, on what you give it, what you feed it. If you feed it outdated information, it's going to use that. If you don't feed it the correct, like detail that you want, it's going to make things up. It it will because it's only doing what you ask of it, right? But if you get detailed with those those specific requests, then it can give you something that, you know, you just go to read through, make a few edits and, and it's unique content. Nobody
1: can say otherwise. That's a good point. Let's break that down though. So like what Henry's saying is that in real life, if you're using chat GPT and you got to ask it how to, you know, use seven ingredients in your fridge, like you're just typing something in, you're not putting a whole lot of thought into that. You're just, you know, on not organized asking a question, getting an answer. If you're looking for consistency, it's all about the prompt. So what you type in, well, the question you ask chat GPT is technically called the prompt, right? And you can do an unorganized prompt. You can just ask it a question, but if you want consistency, think about business applications now, right? Switch the mode. If you're you know in marketing and you're writing posts for your Google business profile, right, for your maps listing, and you're you're writing on behalf of your business, you will be well served from using a prompt that specifies the writing style, that specifies the tone, the word count. And that way you have consistency if you're using the same prompt. This prompt can be in an Excel spreadsheet, it can be you know formatted in a Word document. And all you do is you give it inputs. Hey, here's my company name, here's where I'm located, here's the style you want to write in. So the point here, guys, is that you can get really simple or really fancy with this. You can quickly use it to ask it a question, sure, but you can also step it up a notch. Like Henry's saying, if you want consistency and if you want to get really clever with what you can do with this, you can format the template of how you're asking it questions. And that's pretty cool because now you've got consistency and you've got quality, but like Henry said too, it will give you BS. So the human aspect of it. You can never undervalue that that aspect of it. So please, all of you out there, as much as Henry and I love AI, don't just go into AI and, and you know, make it run your life and ask it every question you can think of and just blindly go with the answers. Double check. Double check. Because why Henry? Because what's the what's up with the data set that Chat GPT is trained on and its time limitations.
0: Sure. Well ChatGPT, the platform itself, was last connected to the internet in 2021. So the content that chat GPT has is now outdated. Um, You can ask it for things like, you know, Shakespeare, write me a summary about Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. It'll do that because it already has that content from whenever it was written way back when. But if you're asking it something new, like, you know, write me a blog about the new um, law that Florida passed regarding farmland. That is something that it would will not know unless you feed it additional information. So it's it's absolutely imperative to really keep that in mind. Now, when we think about what Bing has done with their integration of Chat GPT, it's like it's a it's another level. And Google is doing this as well, search generative experience. But what is what it is, it's basically AI going into the internet, supercharged AI. Being able to find updated information and giving you those results in a very um, digestible way with source links—it's amazing. And and this is something that is now happening, right? And and a lot of people don't know about it because it is in beta, and it's very easy to sign up. So it's something that I also encourage everyone to do. Early adoption is always the best—the best route.
1: And. The reason for that is because if you if you don't adopt it, you're really playing a risky game because guess what? In business and in life, you're comp- the people you're competing with, especially in business, right? That dry cleaning business across the street, that's also trying to make it online. If they're pushing out more content using this stuff and you're not, right? They can put out more, they can be more effective with their time, and they can probably have a higher quality output because computers are more consistent than we are, guys. Let's face it, right? So the risk here is absolutely massive that's why Henry and I are sitting here trying to convince y'all listening and and viewing to to go check this stuff out because just like the internet back in you know the the 90s some people thought it was a fad it wasn't going to take off look this technology is powerful and you need to have foresight and you need to have vision and you need to be creative enough to think about how things are going to play out none of us are crystal balls right but we can appreciate and observe the advancement and the complexity which is being alleviated with some of this technology and made easier for humans. And so with that, we got to be able to look into the future a little bit and say, how is this going to change things? Whoa, right now, Google search is kind of, it's, it's one dimensional a bit. It's a local transactional marketplace. You type in an answer, you get a ton of ads, you get different layers and, and adding an AI to that is going to create a landscape that I don't, I can't even describe, right? And so if you want to see what that's like, a little taste of it, I encourage you all, like Henry, to go try out Google search generative experience, the SGE. It's a, it's a test right now. It's an experiment. I encourage you to check out um, the chat GPT and Bing integration. As well, but since we don't know guys, no one knows everything since we do not know the smartest thing we can do for our families, for our businesses is be responsible and go in here and get some experience with this stuff and get familiar. So just like when the internet hit, right, those who adopted and those who learned were well-equipped for the future. And in this case, we, we. We're trying to look out for you. We want the same thing. We want you to be prepared when this stuff really takes off because the internet is going to change. Google is going to change. There's a race right now in that world for all of them to best encapsulate this technology, this AI technology with all their products and services. And whoever wins that, we're talking billions and billions of dollars, right? And so you as a consumer, as a business, as an owner, as a, as a family person, you know, as a professional, you need to know this too. Otherwise you're gonna get left behind in the dust. It's gonna cost you tons of time and money and you're gonna have to familiarize later. So definitely a, a number one priority is is AI. Absolutely. And you know,
0: we can't forget Meta. Meta does use AI. Meta uses AI to create ads. It gives you the opportunity to create ads, not only to to create copy, but images and graphics. It's, it's amazing what meta has done with ai as well their ai isn't as popular right now because you know google and bing have just taken off with their announcements everything is going really well except for that first announcement that bard had and i'll let you talk about that but but don't forget about meta don't we can't sleep on meta meta has their own uh team of AI engineers working on this technology for for creation of high quality ads and even graphics. I've seen it. I've seen it where you can um, basically give it a product with no background and that background will be created however you want. You just input whatever you want. A beach with a shark Coming out of the water, jumping over uh, uh, the the horizon or the the sunset. It's it'll give it to you. It's amazing. So that's like the the future of AI too. We're we're still you know seeing what is going to happen and how it's going to be adopted by who. Who's going to win? Is it going to be Meta? Is it going to be uh, you know open AI? Is it going to be Google? You know Elon Musk isn't done. Elon Musk and Tesla have their own AI. And they're working on a robot, on a, a AI robot that can help, you know, do menial things, menial tasks in, in the home. So it's it's all of this is coming, you know. Like I and I even know that in New York they are using the the um Boston dynamic robot
1: dogs, you know? So that that's something that's that's so already that's happening. That. It's it's yeah. happening now. What a fun time to be alive. And yeah, I, I want to touch on what you said about, you know, that Google blunder, because people should know how big this is, guys, this is so big and so transformative that Google is, it, you know, themselves are also learning. So when Google, here's what happened, okay, Google enjoys a leadership position in in local search and beyond, right? Google is is leader by market share, leader by a number of other metrics. By and all of a sudden, Open AI and Chat GPT bursts on the scene. It's very disruptive and it's wildly popular. This tool that we're talking about primarily, and people start to use it to do all kinds of cool stuff. And then Google looks at it and says whoa hey they beat us to the you know what i mean this was an upset if you're into the fight game or anything this is this is a you know a, a low ranked uh, or a someone with low uh bets or i don't know the right word for it but yeah what i'm trying to say low odds coming in and beating the champ. And, and, and catching the champ off guard. And so Google sc- essentially scrambles to put out its competitor, which is Google Bard, the competitor to chat GPT. And they have this press conference, right? And it's some fact about the Hubble, te- about a telescope or a planet or something. It's some, some question they ask it and Bard gets it wrong. And what happens is that Google's image suffers for that. Alphabet stock price suffers because of that. Investors get a little bit iffy because of that, because it's been a long time since we've seen Google make a mistake, right? This is like the lion, like the king of the giant. Jungle, you know, having an off day and not being able to catch a tortoise. So this is cool. It's a cool time to be alive. It's a cool time to watch a giant like Google have to, you know, get caught off guard. And it's good to see technology competing in the marketplace. Competition is good for all of us, guys, because we, as consumers and as business people, we get to benefit from their from their advancement. Right? As, as bad as it sounds, is the truth. We, you're the winner when Google and OpenAI and Microsoft all fight. We win with technology. So if Google can make a mistake... And if Google can get caught off guard, you and your businesses can get caught off guard, too. So that's why we're trying to get in front of you and be like, hey, now is the time. There is no time better than the present. It takes two minutes. Go open up ChatGPT. You know, ask your kids how to get there. We'll put in, you know, in post, we'll put in uh, directions about how to access all of these tools that we're referring to and go start asking it questions. Go start engaging with it. Go start experimenting with it, answering your emails, um, you know, problem solving and see how much time you can save. And as a business owner, too, start adding. All of that time up. So then, you know, two months later, you can be like, "Man, Jay and Henry were right. They saved me six hours because they told me to go use this stuff." Right? We're, we're we're not we're not coming out of the left field with this, guys. Henry, tell them about how we've even embraced AI. Right? We're not hypocrites, guys. We're doing it too. And Henry's going to talk all about how we're doing it at OMG National.
0: Absolutely. So we've completely embraced AI, um, we have a structured way of using ChatGPT, and we now are using GPT-4. So with every Google Business Pro, Google Local Marketing Essentials product, which is our optimization of, of Facebook, Instagram, and the Google Business Profile, we go in and we create content based on the individual client. And we give these prompts, we include in these prompts, specific details about a business so that it can create this content as if it were the business, right? I've always tried to imagine myself as part of my client's business, putting on their shirt. Like right now, I'm wearing the OMG National shirt, right? So let's say I was working on Triple Time Tony. That's a long-time client that I know personally. Wendy Harris is a great person and when we work together and I still work for them, I I imagine myself with the Triple Time shirt. And that's what we do with the prompts on ChatGPT. It's it's making sure that Every single piece of content that we create, be it the Google business posts, the questions and answers, the social media posts, that it has the same editorial line, the same tone, the same basic content about each individual business
1: quality and consistency, you guys, you can even argue that it's irresponsible for us not to embrace this technology because we have a, an obligation to our clients, right? We're not dealing with Walmarts and Kmarts. We're dealing with small business owners, right? This is their livelihood. This is send kids to Disneyland type type clients that we work with real mom and pop real small businesses and to help these folks we got to give it 110 but we've only got so many hours in the day so think about a simplified example where before in the past you had henry heredia with his blog writing hat on right maybe he needs to write 10 15, 10 seo blogs that day 10 high quality posts for his lawyer clients or for triple time towing he's writing a post or excuse me a blog post now he- as awesome as henry is at writing and as eloquent eloquent and articulate as he is he's only got so much time and blogs take a while. Now, whereas before we were limited of being able to put out five, 10 blogs, you know what I mean? Human beings get exhausted. that, That writing is hard. Now you can do 15, 20, 30. And it's really consistency and quality is the, is the standardization that's happening there. And it helps you do more with your time. So whereas before we could help, you know, a thousand clients, 10,000 clients. Now we can, we're poised to help a million, right? We're, we're poised to look for efficiencies every second of the way so that every second, every millisecond we're investing into people's businesses, we are trying to help as many people as possible, as effectively as possible and do it as well as possible. So the risks of not embracing this technology are huge. And there are some of our competitors that are probably out there sleeping, you know still got their snooze on that haven't tried this stuff and that's a mistake man it's that's it's true it's wrong so we're very ai forward we want to use it to do good in the world we want to use it to do good um, for our businesses for our clients and we want to use it to also do good in our personal lives right so um that's really the the story here the story is that this technology is not some bad scary thing it's it's full of good potential right it's just a tool with any tool it's about how you use it and we're trying to inspire you guys with ways to use it that can benefit you and your life so i think that's the story with ai
0: yeah couldn't have said it better myself ajay well done and uh thanks everyone for joining us today i think uh i think that just about wraps it up
1: thank you everyone until the next time take care bye